0: Uh, Max, who do you have replacing Carl in Die Hard? Roddy Piper. They live. It's campy, but it's good. Yeah,
1: holding the gun. At-
0: it's kind of like, you ruined the movie, but I like,
2: <laughs> I actually like.
0: This is the worst recast you've ever done, but I am like really excited about it because I love the idea of this absurd, like being like, I came here to rob Nakatomi Plaza <laughs> and choose bubble, bubble gum, gum and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> Welcome to Buzz in the Tower a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! (coughs) Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks.
1: So good. Yeah.
0: If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all?
1: It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. (laughs)
0: I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd, was an absolute
1: joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said, yeah. that was a like
0: tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor, they're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, recasting Die Hard. Twas the night before Christmas and all through Nagatomi Plaza, not a creature was stirring except John McClane's wife played by Bonnie Bedelia. The explosives were wired to the rooftop with care in hopes that the hostages soon would be there. McClane was bleeding and swearing like a trucker, but still had enough cheer to yell, Yippee-ki-yay, mother... Oh, oh hold on. The ultimate Christmas movie deserves the ultimate recasting. Today I'm buzzing the Tower... We take the classic Christmas movie, Die Hard, and recast it with other actors from the 80s. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the Ellis to my failed hostage negotiation, Max Sanders. And with that...
2: Come out to the
1: coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. <laughs> I don't know what a TV dinner feels like. Mo, Bubby I'm your white knight You're You're so Ellis Yeah I love his beard Great beard Hans Bachner Max Hart Bachner Die hard Yes Die hard How did it take us a year to do this? It's really special Do it right around Christmas time So it is a Christmas movie For sure The one caveat against It got released July 20th So it's a summer blockbuster Don't Christmas movies you get, usually get released around Christmas? I'm not willing to answer that question <laughs> Here's the one defeat that like, because I think it's a Christmas movie. Well, you and I have talked
0: about this before. Our definition of a Christmas movie fits into this category of the obvious. It's a movie about Christmas. It's a movie about Rudolph. It's a movie about Prancer or the adjacent a movie in which the time that it's taking place or the relevant issues around it. it could be a movie that's in Hawaii. But if it's about, you know, during Christmas time, and there's lights up everywhere. It's a Christmas.
1: movie. It is a Christmas party. And they end with Let Us Know. First Blood. I have a machine lethal weapon. Yeah.
0: All these movies, they're, they're Christmas movies. Yeah. And why not? Who's, who are we hurting by calling this a Christmas movie?
1: Someone just shaking in the corner.
0: You get a special shout out every time we do a recasting episode and I'm willing, you know me, I'm an ego guy. I have a tendency to, I like the smell of my own cooking. You know this, (laughs) (laughs) but I will tell you right now, I just
1: picture you with a stew. Be like,
0: brisket Moe, go back and check that episode out. Uh, I was nervous when you first came up with the idea to do a recasting episode, because there are people that we still see this, by the way, we'll post, I don't think people fully read what we're doing. So we'll post on Instagram recasting a movie and they're like, why would anybody ever do that? I hope that they don't make, I go, no, no, it's just, it's, it's, we're making it up. We're just, we're taking different characters from the eighties. We're not taking today's characters and doing it. I don't even know who would be. Who the rock would
1: be McLean, right? Well, Skyscraper, yeah. But yeah. What if we get so good at this that Hollywood is like, hey, we're going to remake. They're remaking Ghostbusters and all those other ones. Maybe they need us. I
0: love that you're like Hollywood. Like there's some guy named Hollywood, right? John Hollywood. Well, yeah, it's Hol- no, it's Hollywood. yeah, it's Hollywood uh, uh, from uh, Mannequin, right? What? Wait, who? Wasn't that his name? Yeah. Hollywood. He didn't control Hollywood, though. No, but his name was Hollywood, wasn't he had no it? no power. You
1: should know. Mannequin's kind of your movie. I love when he's in a suit. And he's still got those glasses. Those are great glasses. So today thank you, Max. Today. <laughs> wait, hold on. So there's a lot he's going dead,
0: on. By the way by right, the, there's a ton going on. Number one. How about how about them Wolverines? Go blue! Big Ten champion Wolverines. Da da da. da no, da. please don't sing. Please don't sing. Another rough 20-hour shift at the bar whose name we don't speak for Max. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, give him a little love if you see him. He is in rough shape right now. I got enough love. The Michigan Wolverines are pumping me up. How cool is it that they doused Jim Harbaugh in yellow and blue Gatorade? Did you see that? Very, very Sequentially. I was like, yeah, satisfied. All right. Max. That's the best part of the movie. For God's sake. or The The movie? The football. Did you watch a movie called Big Ten Movie? Yeah. Yeah. So quick
0: shout out to our TikTok page. Take a look at it. Follow, share, and uh, comment. And you are immediately entered to win a $50 gift card from our sponsor, 80stees.com. Best shirts. Best shirts. And uh, we are coming to the end of the year. And we've got new sponsors that will be rolling out soon. Next week's episode, Max, you know I'm very superstitious. So I don't like to say a lot, but... If everything goes as planned, some holiday
1: cheer is going to happen.
0: I, uh, you're going to see, you're going to see your old buddy Mo with uh, glassy eyes, doing a little bit of crying because <laughs> uh, it'll be emotional. Next week's episode could in be a emotional. a good way, not in a good way. Yeah, not not the Mother's Day episode. God, let us never speak of that. There's a lot of <laughs> lot of crying on that episode. Uh, Max, other than that, uh, our general rules before we talk about Die Hard and hop into some of the facts of Die Hard, our general rules on this are pretty simple. We have to pick characters, and we usually will do it in the order of importance, which is how I think we have it. I'd have to ask you, you are in charge of order of operations now, so I think we're doing least important character to most important. I'm not I, in
1: control of that. I get to pick who goes
0: first. You're right. Well, I'm in control of that, I guess, then. So we're going least important character to most important character. Yeah. We're not doing every single character. We're doing a bunch of them, most of them. Stake at the end. Steak. I was gonna.
1: I always get upset, though, because Oh, speaking of steak, where's my steak? Don't worry about your steak. And I didn't
0: watch the movies I was supposed to watch
1: either. I, I it didn't know. watch them Alone. All it's right, okay. good. Good. All
0: right, We gotta get that done. Come on. I know we're busy. So We'll do we'll take a character and then we have to pick a character and, and the key here is we're picking an actor but specifically with another role in mind. So from the eighties. If we say Harrison Ford, you gotta clarify witness. Indiana Jones witness Star Wars or Empire Strikes Back 80s, I
1: guess. <laughs> Mosquito Coast. There you go. Look at you. Yeah. Um, but oh, by the way, I met someone yesterday who was an extra in the Goonies and Explorers. How is it possible that that happened yesterday? And I'm just finding out about it now. I, I am. I forgot. I'm tired. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll talk talk about this after the show. I didn't want to talk about it right now. (laughs) All right, Max, I need you to focus. I know you're tired, but we got an episode to do here. We will take our characters. We will recast. The only rule is once you use a movie, it's done. You can't use that movie again to recast. So you can't use multiple characters from the same movie to recast. I will kick us off with a stroll down. What is this movie about? Park. Yeah. Lane Niner 654. (laughs) Max, an NYPD officer, tries to save his wife and several others taken hostage by German terrorists during a Christmas party at the Nagatomi Plaza in Los Angeles. Although, as I have told you before, they weren't terrorists. No, just common thieves, robbers, robbers, if you will. Very good robbers. Very though. good robbers. Yeah. That
1: was McTinneran's idea. John McTinneran.
0: We're having him on the show to do uh mac and cheese. He's, he's,
1: he's so crazy. <laughs> he's very crazy, but he's like, terrorists aren't fun. They pitched this movie to him a bunch of times. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. Let me make the terrorists robbers. And that's how it made a, a date night movie.
0: So this movie's got everything right. The reluctant hero, you know, uh, John McClane is a, a cop. His wife moves from Los, or excuse me, moves from New York to Los Angeles to take a job. And he's too stubborn. To even support her,
1: he's like submerging the boat of her career. He's, he he's like he's I not not supporting. Argyle calls him out so yeah. hard. Yeah, the uh, the limo driver, the yeah.
0: super 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 <laughs> supportive of his wife. So what we have is the again this reluctant hero yep. goes to Nakatomi Plaza while he's hanging out there. um All of his cop tools come into play like he notices and sees things that like trigger his spider sense the good fake id absolutely he's yeah, writing yeah. down
1: their names when he hears them yep yep which you gotta think
0: he's got a military background it's not just police right have they done that they've they- never they've never mentioned it but i have to believe like that he's more than a cop he would have gone AWOL yeah like i mean he's, <laughs> he's yeah he's gruff yeah uh, so anyways, um, the the terrorists, the robbers overtake Nagatomi Plaza. They think they have a nice clean plan, but they weren't expecting for this rogue police officer to make his way through the building, the fly in the ointment, through HVAC, yeah, through the ductwork. So the movie, I mean, we don't need to get into like, I, I'd actually rather talk more about fun facts, which I'm sure you have a thousand of them, but basically he systematically kills off all the terrorists. Yep. He befriends a cop uh, who's been relegated to being a desk cop played by our own Carl Weathers. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Reginald, Weathers, Bell Johnson, yeah, Carl Weathers. I'm uh, Max. Carl. The, the Vince, the Vince, no, no. I know that's why I said it's Carl's not Carl. Family Matters. I, that's what I was thinking of Family Matters. Yeah. And I went Carl Weathers. Yeah. That's fine. He's that, the cutest guy action ever. Action Jackson. There you, know you know he was almost out of out of acting before this? Well, Max, I'm just I'm trailing off. I'm in a different spot. Go ahead and just go to the facts. Go to the fun stuff. Tell me about this movie. Okay. When did it come out? How much money did it make? And give me every single fact you know about it. Now okay. go. Go. Don't breathe. <laughs>
1: July 20th, 1988 cost $28 million made less than I thought it made 83 domestic and 141 million worldwide. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be like a 500 million, you know, explosion, right? They didn't believe in this movie that much. No, like, the studio was not happy about it. Yeah. Uh, on the initial posters, because Bruce Willis was such a no-name at the time. Well, not a no-name. No, he was comedic. They, yeah. they, 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 he wasn't known as an action dude. He Well, he, didn't, he wasn't known as a movie dude right. either. He was just on the show Moonlighting, Moonlighting yeah, yeah. with uh, Sybil Shepard. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it?
0: I haven't, but I do know that her pregnancy is the reason that he was in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and do you know he was a bartender from back in the day? I did not know Yeah, that. Chicago yeah. bartender. Sure, makes yeah. sense. Actually, I'm not sure if it's Chicago.
0: That's okay. okay. But good. he's definitely a bartender. He's definitely
1: a bartender. <laughs> But on the posters, they didn't show him initially until right. the movie started doing well. Right. And they also gave him $5 million, which was unheard- that's a good amount of money. Yeah. Which was unheard of. And right. people were like, who is this? And why are you giving it Which is going to lead later into my argument for my John McClane, which is going to blow your freaking mind. Oh, my okay? God. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> it's based on a 1979 crime novel. Which, by the
0: way, I'll dispel one of the biggest rumors ever. This right. was I always thought. That this was written to be the sequel to Commando. And that's
1: not true. Nope. That it's, is a false rumor. It's written by the same guy, though, Steven DeSouza, right. who wrote 48 Hours Commando, The Running Man, Street Fighter, and Dread. Judge Dredd. And
0: just so we're clear, the writing of The Running Man, that was an adaptation because The Running Man is a Stephen King (laughs) novel, which we've talked about before. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah.
1: But, dude, that guy rocks. I know. But he hasn't done anything recently. Of course not. He's probably
0: in jail with McTinner right now.
1: (laughs) So, I guess Frank Sinatra had first dibs by playing John McClain. How crazy would that (laughs) have been? At 73 years old. That would have been insane. (laughs) Hans, baby, you're acting wackadoo. That is a terrible Sinatra. I don't know. No, it's all right. You tried. (laughs) But was Goldblum up for the role? (laughs) (laughs) Sliding Doors, though. 1980, uh, the movie The First Deadly Sin, which Sinatra is the star of, mm-hmm. when he walks into the diner, you can see for a quick second in his first time in movies, Bruce Willis walking out of the diner. Ooh. So they're connected. Oh, there you go. Isn't that cool? They've been in a movie with there each other. There you go. You want me to stop? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My, my old tell. I'm <laughs> a uh, bad poker player. You know who McLean was offered to? Everybody in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, Sly, Arnold, yeah. Bronson, uh, Bronson, N- Nolte, Gibson, Gear. Don Johnson, so So Gibson got Lethal Weapon, so that's why he didn't do it. So who would be better if you could switch Bruce Willis and Mel Gibson for Lethal Weapon and Die Hard? I think both movies would be better.
0: I think they could have played. Gibson by himself
1: is a... Better's treat. tough. Better's tough.
0: I think they'd both be great. The thing about Bruce Willis that works really well in Die Hard and that's different than Mel Gibson is like Mel Gibson is an exceptionally attractive individual. He's, he's a, a handsome runner dude and he's a handsome dude. Yeah. Bruce Willis looks like a cop with a drinking problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a little bit of like the the hairs disappearing, the the five o'clock shadow. Yeah. yeah. So I think he fits McLean better. Like if you go and for, the New Yorkness of him, and if you go further into when you have the Last Boy Scout, which yeah. is essentially John McLean in another movie, yep. he's perfect. I don't think Mel Gibson would have done
1: it as well. Well. that's true the tank top wouldn't look as you know authentic yeah i don't think the saxophone would have worked with them as well <laughs> i mean mclean's tank top is in the smithsonian that's amazing and there's 16 other ones you're kidding yeah there's <laughs> 17 used for this movie oh my god i know right well because they get deteriorated as... you know you could get them and you could put them on the mannequins that are in your <laughs> <laughs> in your basement i'm gonna have the weirdest collector museum yeah where i actually have money. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and i thought this was wild bruce willis is more german than most of the terrorists
0: Oh, you mean heritage-wise? Yeah. Okay. I Born in
1: West that. Germany in 1955. His mom is German. Rickman is English. And Alexander Gudinov is Russian. Good old Gudinov. Yeah. Did I say that right? <laughs> I think so. I, how did you like him in this role? He was good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Max. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, Alan Rickman's film debut. I crazy. mean, that's, that's crazy 42. to me at 42. Yeah. Um, theater, you know, performer. I saw him in a play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and they are like, he was... Alan Rickman. So I make the argument... And I know you already disagree with me on this. I thought this was one of the tougher ones that we've done for recasting. I had a lot of trouble with some of these, and and uh, Hans's role was the most difficult for me to recast. Smooth as a baby's bottom. Oh, my God. I got God. this cover. All right. Well, <laughs> Max, are there any other wild, interesting facts you want to throw out there before we jump into recasting? Something
1: kind of, it jarred me. So I guess Willis has rubber feet most of the movie. Like, he's wearing prosthetics. Prosthetic Sh- shoes okay. that look like feet. And you can see it if you look closely. Ooh. Yeah. Huh? And the yippee-ki-yay line is improvised. <laughs> It feels uh, authentic. It does. The way he whispers it, is you so know, it's because it's, it's, it's the end of the catchphrase '80s, where yeah. it's like Arnold, like stick around. You know, mm. like the corny ones. Mm-hmm. These ones are more edgy. Ru- Bruce Willis is a comedian. You know, yeah. what I mean, he's actually like giving you the. The Don Rickles zinger is kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. yeah, Don Rickles. I've loved Don Rickles. I know, but it is,
0: the comparison of like John McClane to Don Rickles is amazing to me. I just watched Dirty Work. Oh, God. What a movie. His roasts are great. <laughs> yeah. They're they absolutely great. Is he great. still alive? Uh, don't, I don't believe so. No. Oh. I mean,
1: I don't, he'd have to be in his house He looked 90. For <laughs> yeah, he looked old back then. <laughs> but like, he seemed like one of those people that exist forever. This is one of those hard All right, hard, go, hard let's right let's tangents go, that we're yeah, on. let to recasting. Are we ready to recast? Don Rickles.
0: Don Rickles. As Hans Gruber. So on the recasting list, we're starting with Thornburg. I'm going to roll through who we're doing, right? Because people will wonder. So here's the ones we left off. We left off the special agents, Johnson and Johnson, and we left off the boss of Nakatomi Plaza, Takagi.
1: Good thing. Cause I had Pat Morita and you didn't like, that. I didn't like that one um,
0: <laughs> because we try to keep the numbers down to about 11 or 12. So I think we got 11 or 12 characters that we're recasting least important to most important character. And Max, Per our contractual agreement on the bet we made, you're going to go first? Always. The first character that we are going to recast is Thornburg, played by William Atherton. Thornburg is the sleazy, awful news anchor that makes an appearance not just in the first movie, but in the second one as well. And William Atherton, if you don't remember, a god on the show. He
1: is fantastic. He made the 80s a hateable place.
0: Yeah. I mean, Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. And of course, Professor Jerry Hathaway from Real Genius. Jerry. And I always throw this in there, even though. It's not in the 80s because it's one of my favorite roles of his, is Dr. Noah Faulkner from Biodome.
1: No way, I never yeah, heard about that. When he
0: grew the whole beard and <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's basically Jerry Hathaway in that. So, yeah.
1: I love it. You got to have someone you want to punch in the face for sure. I think is that the most cathartic moment of this movie is when she socks him? It's, uh... I, I, think the, I think the most cathartic, yeah, yeah. I think the most Han cathartic, Vaughan.
0: no, the I mean, you know, my favorite scene of the movie is probably the most cathartic for me, which is when Powell takes out the revolver and shoots Carl when I don't, I still understand how Carl survived that scene. And you got to love when
1: someone has a, a, the will to kill again. There you go. <laughs> the most cathartic for me is when Huey Lewis is like, I got 50 bucks on the next game. <laughs> It's not Huey Lewis. It is Huey Lewis. It's not. It's not. It should be. Max, you're first. Okay. Who, who is your recasting for Thornburg? This was the hardest one for me to replace. Really? Because I just love him. Oh, see, I thought
0: that this one was easy for me. Oh man. Although I have to tell you, my pick is gonna be one of my favorite picks that I've ever done. I you're really like this one actually, too. You're so. gonna but this is specific to you liking it. I don't know if it's a good pick. You're just gonna it's like Val it. Kilmer. No. <laughs> you haven't put him in a recasting in a while. Yeah. Once you do him, you put him on the shelf. No, you did him literally in every... (laughs) You brought him up in every recasting.
1: It's like like, I yelled at you about All right, who do you have for Thornburg? So, like I said, I thought it was inconceivable that I would put anyone else on this role. So, I went Wallace Shawn, Vicini, The Princess Bride. What? Yeah. Small, small, small role, but like a big impact insufferable conceited determined to pursue evil things
0: oh i can't see it at all <laughs> i think it's great no i mean it's i you know my one of my new year's resolutions i'm going to jump start on is when you do something i think is like wrong or stupid i'm going to try not to be so critical of it no that's so, I'm, the just, so I'm just going to sit here Keep and be quiet no i can't be It just doesn't make any sense what did you get slammed on on uh on our last show people went nuts over like they commented all over the place oh that she
1: wasn't a villain yeah in Vision yeah class, yeah, yeah, which yeah he
0: is no he's not at doubling all down he's not a villain. <laughs> He's just a high school wrestler who happens to be really good. He's not a villain.
1: He pushes Loud and Swain. You um, don't push Loud and Swain.
0: All right, Max, uh, your garbage pick is over. Can I go now? Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna love mine from the movie Mannequin. One of your favorites. Okay, James Spader, who played Mr. Richards.
1: Oh, the slick back hair and the glasses. Yeah, just
0: like the prick who, like, uh, when what's his face? Uh, Andrew McCarthy saved. Is it Estelle Getty? Yeah. yeah, yeah, from Her like from role. yeah, from getting like hit by a sign or something. Yeah, <laughs> and he's and just she's just like she's it. like get this guy a job, and he's like, what do you do? Like he's just slimy and awful. And the thing about Spader, and I know we're not supposed to talk about their other roles because yeah. it factors in a little bit, but he usually plays like a real like I mean, you think Pretty in Pink, right? That's what comes to mind yeah, immediately. Yeah, and
1: this is like a little softer, which is why I thought it'd be perfect to replace Thornburg. Is he old enough to be like the? I don't, I get looked over as the news reporter guy, you know, at the station. I mean, he's, he's like,
0: a general manager of a, of like a pretty big business. That's true. I would yeah. assume he's old enough. He's just
1: young looking. He is young. Looking. Yeah. Thornburg is like the eight. I like, that's what I liked. The kind of old, well, like, Vassini, looked over. Well, Vassini's like 80. <laughs>
0: Jesus. All right. This is a good start. Would you have any backups for this? Yeah. I, I had no backups on this one.
1: So my backups are actually pretty good. Uh, Chris Sarandon, who Prince Humperdinck in The Princess Bride. <laughs> you're just you're committed. <laughs> you to the. Really I love The Princess yeah, Bride. Yeah. It's just funny that that's did you just watch it recently or <laughs> no. something? Billy Crystal from Throw Mama from the Train.
0: Not from uh, not from uh, Miracle Max. <laughs> no, you no. literally just named three characters that are all in The Princess Bride. Is uh, there something you want to say? It's a good movie. All right. There you go. Uh, on this one, I had no backups. So there you go. <laughs> There Power. you go. There you go. There you go. You always
1: tell me I need a backup.
0: There's was a good one. I just done that one. I didn't have one. Okay. So, are you going next or am I going next? It's your pick every time. We're going every other. What's your system? No, no. I'm going first every time. Wow. Yeah.
1: Hot that's, fire.
0: That's usually what you make me do. Oh, I like that. All right. Our next character is Theo, Woo. Pl- uh, played by the actor Clarence Gilliard Jr. He's so good. Why you is you love more stuff? Theo? You've got your quotes. I'm going to give you a minute, Sam, because you love him. Don't forget though. Also, he was Sundown in Top Gun. Yeah. So and- when uh, Maverick was pissed off and uh, not shooting people, and he got in his face, and he was like, "Yeah, to with he went Tom toe Cruz. to toe with him." Yeah, well, he was probably on a <laughs> apple box or whatever, but Tom he tied was, up, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, so, Max, what do you got? The Dude, you got to talk his quotes first. The right? quarterback
1: is toast. There you go. Or you didn't bring me along for my charming personality.
0: When I was in high school and we made a, it would have been 1996, so it was all on VHS, Mm -hmm. we made a highlight
1: reel of our '96 season and they they looped in him saying, the quarterback is toast and we had a couple sacks, it was really cool. So this is an important role because he's the only one on the intellectual level that Hans respects. Right. Like they go back and forth, they have kind of a fun. Yeah, he's not a gun shooter, he's a computer hacker. No, but he seems like. He's just having a great time. You love his sweater, yeah. Yeah, you're a big fan. Well, of I love when he jumps over the guardrail mm-hmm. in this really cool way. When uh, they shoot the guard, yeah. He's yeah. Like, James Worthy, two points. And he's like, mm. <laughs> so he's never really phased. He's funny. He's handsome. I got Spike Lee from Do the Right Thing. Oh, all right, Mookie. I could see that. Wise cracking, glasses, intellectual. Okay, yeah, stubborn, yeah I could definitely see. Defiant, that. great back and forth with it's people. It's way better than your first pick. Yeah, <laughs> like when he's talking to sound. Do you agree out. with me? Like, you're like, yeah. <laughs> that was the hardest one I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, chaotic situations. Yeah. He can handle,
0: yeah. <laughs> Falcor, loving son yeah. of gun. And when
1: he pun- and when he gets punched by Argyle, it's believable that <laughs> Spike Lee would get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, I could see
0: that. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, I'm banning you from saying yeah. Those seven, yeah, agreed. And one, one, there you go. Do you concur? Comply. I concur. Compliance. Compliance. So I have a pick here, and it's funny, when you and I were in the hallway before we started the podcast, you mentioned my pick. You probably didn't even know you mentioned my pick. I went with Calvin Levels, uh, Joe Gibb from Adventures in Babysitting, the the carjacker. Yeah, I was like, he's perfect, right? So same concept. I had to think of someone who had played a bad guy. I couldn't just pick like, cause I was thinking, okay, Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills cop. I liked like just the the chattiness and the funness. And then I, I just, in my head, I'm like rattling around. I'm like, who would be good at this? Who would be good at this? And then I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, Adventures in Babysitting, just the carjacking, like he's doing illegal stuff, but he's got like, a little bit of heart not yeah. that, not that in Die Hard, the guy had any heart but you but,
1: like theo right exactly yeah. so yeah. i that was my pick yeah
0: and you like calvin there you go so what's his name in the movie joe gibb okay yeah joe gibb got it gip yeah gip with a p not <laughs> not joe joe gibb the, <laughs> yeah. the the yeah the coach for uh the washington football team and also didn't he get into like nascar isn't there like joe gibbs racing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's gip with yeah. a p okay and adventures in babysitting which by the way why haven't we done an episode of adventures and people freaking
1: love that movie. I, I love, love that, that movie. movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: Come on yeah. now. Let's, do it. Let's
1: done. do it. Right now, Put
0: it on the list right now. All right. Who's your backup? Uh, not, I didn't have a backup on this one either. Uh, James, I went, I went back up. I told you this is one of my harder recasting. I don't have very many backups.
1: I want one that made me laugh. James Earl Jones, Thulsa doom. I lied. You know who I did
0: have? <laughs> That's, um, not good. That's great. That is a really good one. Do you know who I did have? Um, Lamar from uh, Revenge of the Nerds, but not in Revenge of the Nerds. I can't think of his character's name uh, or his act, the actor name, but Karate Kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, remember how he was in there? What is the actor's name? I can't think of it right now. Larry B. Larry B. L- Scott. Larry B. Scott. There yeah. you go. Yep. And uh, Space what, Camp. Lamar Luttrell. Yeah. Oh, I could have done him from Space Camp, too. You're right. I didn't even think about it. He wasn't that.
1: confident in Space Game I Camp. I just
0: always think of him from uh, either the Karate Kid or more prevalently from Revenge of the Nerds because he was <laughs> fantastic in that. <laughs> All right, Max, that takes us to our third character in the recasting. One of my favorite characters of all time he's incredible he's wonderful we've got Ellis uh, Ellis is played by Hart Bachner, and I told you I think two episodes ago somehow he came up and I, I doubt you've seen this movie yet but he played Ethan in, in Supergirl the movie you told me and you have to see his
1: role and it. it's just he's funny. shaved down he's, right? just a heart thob, heartthrob, yeah.
0: heart he's a heart throb heart throb he's a heartthrob.
1: he's Warren Beatty's best friend yeah I told you last time he directed PCU which and- is nuts nuts to me that
0: I, I yeah I remember you told me that I was blown away by and that.
1: high school high yeah The PCU
0: one was really mind-blowing to me because I was surprised
1: by that. Like, I think this changed people's idea of what Hollywood was. I was like, oh, that's a Hollywood producer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just the griminess of him. Oh, he's sleaze. Alice. Good old Alice. There's so many sleazy people in this movie.
0: Alice is, I mean, everything from like him doing drugs to like him trying to like negotiate with Hans and- The Rolex. Uh, He's like, show your watch. Yeah,
1: yeah. Show him your watch. It's like, (laughs) he's the worst. He is bad. Oh, I love it How does Takagi deal with him? He doesn't. I guess he makes million-dollar deals though for breakfast. Good old Takagi. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Max,
0: you're going first. Who do you have replacing Ellis in our recasting of Die Hard? I wouldn't even count Vassini as being one of your... I mean, you've had wilder ones, right? Yeah. This is going to be a wild one. I have okay. for you. But go ahead. What do you got?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> The Gold Bloomer. That's a really good one. Yeah. That's really good. What movie? Michael from the Big Chill. Oh, that's really good. Because he's, in he's your got face. he's got
0: he's in your face, the charm.
1: Oh, that's a really good recap. He's dramatic. He's just so in his own head, bothersome. Uh yes uh, Hans. <laughs> Hans. Life will find a way. <laughs> Oh, that's great smart quippy and like when he's finally defeated at the end seeing his eyes kind of like be like oh my god i'm gonna die yeah <laughs> or when he's yelling at john he's like john of course we're old friends <laughs> yeah oh, i've never man. seen goldblum with a beard either have you no like a full beard no they'd be good it's a good pick
0: yeah. i i i was gonna kind of give you hell because i thought you were gonna go down this path of another princess bride recast but this is good so far <laughs> if you under the giant yeah <laughs>
2: anybody
1: want
0: a coke oh man that's good are you ready for this yep this is gonna blow you back a little bit bill murray from stripes john winger i like it right yeah it would be a little insane because of how small the role is he does that though think every once in in a while i know i know and i was thinking to myself like less comedic more serious but like that hint of absurdity that really works. i was thinking where the buffaloes roam yeah. like i just i was like bill murray Listen, translation yeah i, I was love just like this. bill murray yeah uh, but stripes in particular no, no, no yeah in stripes he's just constantly like negotiating everything He's like you know you're the big toe yeah or you know like convincing the that girls story. to go yeah, awol yeah. with yeah. them yeah exactly right yeah. francis <laughs> anybody calls me francis i'll kill you <laughs> <laughs> stripes is a great movie too it yeah. is I, we're so lucky yeah. to just talk about you know, 80s yeah, movies yeah. i could talk about stripes all day let's do it that's well, all right giddy up first we gotta do adventures in babysitting Quando, quando, quando.
1: i love that scene it's <laughs>
0: great the whole movie is great <laughs> my friends call me ox i used to get uh I have a little bit of a weight problem max that well, takes us uh was your backup? i told you i have very few oh. very few chevy chase and fletch that would have been good yeah or- I mean, you're in the same line i am on that yeah. right like yeah how about Steve Martin and the Three
1: Amigos? Oh, that's a good one. Or Dan Aykroyd in the Great Outdoors. Oh, that would have been
0: good. Yeah, time. Uncle Chet. I know. I'm surprised you don't have a backup. I don't know Roman. One. Jesus, I can't even yeah. really call him Chet? Yeah. Roman. Roman. Uh, all right, that takes us to Dwayne T. Robinson. My is he friend. the worst cop in the history of 80s movies? No, but the, do you hate anyone more? 80s movies are famous for doing this. Like they always have like the buffoonish character who doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. So Paul Gleason plays God. Dwayne T. Robinson. Clarence Beeks from Trading Places. Yep. Who could Richt- forget him? Richard Vernon. Yep. The Vice Vice principal Vernon from the breakfast club. get the horns. Max, I I don't know if you remember, too. He was also in Ewoks Battle for Endor. You need need to go back and watch that. Uh, Howard and She's Having a Baby. And, of course, Coach Hisler from Johnny Be Good.
1: Oh, yeah. He's so good in that. He's great in that, right? He's really weird in that movie. He's super weird in that (laughs) movie. Like, he's playing the piano. I know. The weird hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. He thinks he's going to college with Everything about him is weird. No, not Downey Jr. With uh... Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. No, that's Thomas. Anthony.
0: Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah.
1: I th- see how you, you and I, you I have
0: so many names in our head. I like I, I merge them all the time. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall, friend of the show. Isn't it funny that anytime one celebrity gives one reply to one message I send yeah. them, I'm like friend of the show. Yep. Anthony Michael Hall, just so you know, we communicated with him on a back and forth for like, like 15 minutes for like 15 minutes. It was it's, awesome. He was super nice. Yeah. And now I'm his best friend, and you're his second best friend, so it works out really well. So Max, uh, I've got a good, I have a really good one on this one. (laughs) I really like mine on this one. (laughs) I'm just laughing reading mine. Max, who are you recasting for Deputy Chief Dwayne T. Robinson, the buffoonish jerk who doesn't believe that John McClane is a good guy?
1: So you got to be frustrated with this guy. Super frustrated. Yeah, stubborn, not going to budge. I'm going Wilford Brimley. Pop Fisher at the natural. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he won't budge from his ideas till the very end. Oh, Command with that man. mustache. That's a cop mustache. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't flinch. Uh, He's a little is, bit funny. Here we go. Kind of a curmudgeon. Wilfred Brimley. Inept person in power, not rec- recognizing the town around I've him. I've got diabetes. <laughs> I got diabetes and it hurts when I pee. Oh, man. <laughs> what a random. Why did you just go with him from Cocooned? <laughs> James McLean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Well, there you have it, folks. How you folks. doing in there, Roy? I have diabetes. <laughs> I need a donut. <laughs> I can't. I, I whatever. I yeah. This has Wilford Brimley's name ever been said on this podcast? I don't you, think. Any, I don't think have ever. Have you been less
0: happy afterwards? No. You you yeah. brought me joy by picking him. Um, <laughs> can I go to mine now, sure. please? <laughs> if you know who this is, I'll be impressed. I'll give you the actor's name: Alan Garfield. Of the Alan Garfield trio, <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know, do you know who he is, dude. No. He is Chief Lutz, Beverly Hills Cop two. Oh, uh huh, okay. Because yeah. I was thinking, like, I, I, to your point, like, you gotta hate this guy. That's really he's good. He's gotta be like this buffoonish kind of cop character, and he's snotty about it. He's too. the worst. He's the worst, right? When <laughs> Axel Foley. Has convinced Lutz that he is, in fact, Johnny Wishbone. Oh, <laughs> and he is there to help him to use his psychic powers to help find <laughs> the alphabet killer. Uh, and Lutz is awful. And and just like, is it the mayor that fires him at the end? Yeah. And like, he's like, you know, I've had enough of your abuse. Lutz, get out of here. And yep. it's just, yeah, Lutz is perfect. Very cathartic. It works. Yeah, there you go. I thought you'd you like win it. that one. There you go. A win for Mo. Well, Max, that takes us to. <laughs> I happen to love this character. Everyone I love does. all the characters in this movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, Argyle, who is the limo driver, John McClane's limo driver, played by Devereaux White. That's how you say it? Uh-huh. Okay. I hope it is. It sounds like it should be. Yeah. It's written out kind of odd. Do you, uh, I, you probably know this because you looked it up, but I can't help myself. He's Clovis in Action Jackson.
1: Oh, I didn't, no way! So do you With remember... the at the
0: beginning? No, not the guy who's being chased. Okay. Do you remember when Action Jackson pulls up to his hotel and parks his car, his Impala 66, yeah, means, yeah. and he flips like a $10 bill to that kid who's like did you bet on the game last night? Yeah. That's Devereaux from uh so he's always involved with vehicles. He's a valet in a, this movie. He's in
1: the Bru- the Blues brothers too. I did not know he was in the Blues brothers. He's a young guitar thief. Oh well look at that. Yeah. There so there's another car movie.
0: Uh by the way, Action Jackson, could we just briefly How mention do you like your ribs? We've got Biff Tannin's in that movie, yep. Mac from Predators yeah. in that movie. Like it's it's a it's a pretty decent cast of characters.
1: When Carl Weathers front flips in front of that car, I was like, this movie is different. It's got action. <laughs> it's got it's some got action. Jackson. And what's his name? Uh who's the bad guy? Oh, uh, Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> Doing the worst fake karate I've
0: ever seen So in my life. I, I remember watching The Devil's Advocate with uh, Keanu Reeves yeah. and Hoo-ah.
2: Hoo-ah. ah The devil didn't make it this way.
0: So I remember watching it, and Craig T. Nelson is like- The sleaze. Murders his wife yep. and is having an affair with his stepdaughter. Yep. And someone was like, oh, I can't imagine him and like, being in this kind of role. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, go back and watch Action Jackson. That's where he first did it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Great movie. I
0: thought I banned you from saying yeah.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So we got three movies we got to do now. we got to do Action Jackson. Jackson, oh man. Stripes. And what was the third one? <sighs> Adventures and babysitting. Oh tank. yeah. Come on. Those are, we, we got our next month plan. Nah, we got some dingers, some big dingers.
0: <laughs> dingers. <laughs> dingers. <laughs> okay. Was it a dinger binger? What is it? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds weird to say dinger. We got some, we got some good movies to do for sure. So Max, it takes us to Argyle. Who have you recasted in
1: the role of Argyle? So he's got to be fun, young, kind of spunky. <laughs> spunky. What? Nothing. I went Larry B. Scott. Reggie and Iron Eagle. Okay. You love Iron Eagle. It's do you not love Iron I Eagle? I like Iron Eagle. What? I like it. It's the I most li- ridiculous. I, it's, plot absurd. Ever. it's absurd.
0: Like unlicensed children <laughs> flying warcrafts to pick their parents out of a POW camp. It's incredible. In a country
1: that doesn't exist. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's willing to fight. He's fun. He's having a good time. Why? Why'd you pick him? What about him? The spunk? Is it the spunkiness?
1: He's charming and he can talk. You can give it. You need someone believable who's giving it to McLean and also flirting with his girl on the phone while the yeah. terrorist thing's yeah. happening. I
0: mean, he had a small role, but I feel like he did a lot with it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's what he does with everything.
0: Did you see they did like a re not a recast? They did like some like they did some thing with him in it where he was like picking up McLean from the airport. This was like a couple years ago. It was kind of funny.
1: Oh, it was like a diehard battery. Thing. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Commercial, it was, it was yeah. very funny.
0: <laughs> I had trouble with this one and I went with Michael Winslow as Larvell Jones from uh police Academy. <laughs> okay. I couldn't <laughs> think of anyone else. Funny if I thought know he's just like, I understand it. you're used to him just being like, it's a beeps, the creeps. And a <laughs> boop, boop, boop. And I even thought about doing it from space balls, but I think he actually talks. I don't even know if he talks more. <laughs> he has like a couple <laughs> moments where he talks, yeah. you know, but like not a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I, I have Nothing really exciting about that I don't want to spunk Just that, that He made me think That he could pull off Argyle Yeah
1: I like it Do you have any backups or no? I have no backups On this You're, I told
0: you There's no sense In you even asking me You just yeah. give your backups Because I literally was I was stretched there to was find a, people There There's for an
1: this. obvious one for you Damon Wayne's Of Beverly Hills Cop
0: I thought about that But that I, uh, he's a little too over the top A little too over the top
1: But you, he has the chops to do it He can dial like it Yeah now, but you gotta it. Do, But that's the thing You gotta
0: do it based on Who the character yeah. is in the movie
1: Or uh, Forrest Whitaker Color of Money Yeah that would've been good That yeah. would've not been that bad Yeah,
0: yeah. Amos. Yeah. I don't know, man. This is a tough one. (laughs) 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 All right, Max, we're we're almost halfway there. So uh, now we're starting to get into some of the the big characters. Living on a prayer, big time. Little Anthony. Is his name Tony and the <laughs> Anton Anton aka little Tony little Tony because he's not little Carl's brother he's huge played by Andreas Wisniski. why did this guy have a bigger career he has cool, wow. he was great in the living daylights as Necros <laughs> the murderer of 007 agents and uh the best scene the milk uh the milk delivery when he had the headphones on yeah. and it's like playing the theme song like eight bit <laughs>
1: He's a Mr. Impossible too. as his companion.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I've got a good one on this one. What? Uh, no, I mean, you have to say what you're going oh. first on all of them, but I, this one I feel good about. I've got a good I one. I thought
1: you meant a fact about him. Like why? No, I have no fact. I don't know. He's big. He's handsome. He's
0: got a very Dolph Lundgren ish feel to him.
1: And it seems like he can act. Remember when Carl's cutting the cores and yep. he's like, God, you're going too fast. Yeah, and you were my pick because I did Dolph Lundgren. Rol- oh <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You know, I usually do that to me. Yeah, you will lose. I, so I really struggled. You took him from Rocky Four. Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe you took him from like you give him from a View to a Kill, where he's just a KGB agent. Yeah. Bro. I so
0: Scorpion. It's a good pick. Yeah. I so if I was gonna say I had a backup, that would have been my backup. Yeah. We'll go ahead talk about Dolph Lundgren.
1: No, you need a little more emotion, actually. So I'd go uh, the Punisher. Okay. Yeah.
0: I I, I Rocky Four was a little bit tough. He only has four lines and six longer. lines. <laughs> More in Russian, though. <laughs> there you go. He's like a piece of iron. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, the Punisher. I mean, the, the tough thing is, number one, you start getting into, like, the thick of the bad guys, right? Yep. So now you're starting to talk about, like, real characters, like, staying power. You know, this one's not around very long. But to your point, like, just this strong jaw, kind of tough dude. With the glasses. I know. And he's, like, doing computer stuff. Yeah, okay. I went Gary Busey as Joshua from <laughs> Lethal Weapon.
1: That's, can Gary Busey do European? I Well... He's American. I know. He's crazy. I know. He is
0: crazy. But I just was thinking like, we're not at the point where we're talking about like real character development of a bad guy. Yeah. And Joshua in Lethal Weapon is just he's a he's a maniac. He is burning his arm. I oh, love he didn't scene. burn his arm, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And then the fight day. scene with rigs yeah. in the front lawn with the hydrant blowing water everywhere. It works. It works. The, I high, thought it the work. hyper blondness too. Right, yeah. exactly. You yeah. Got yeah. It. You Eastern got European. It. Uh, Max, before we go a step further, it is a perfect time in the midst of our holiday cheer of recasting to stop and pay some holiday love to our wonderful, beautiful sponsors. Merry advertisements. Happy, happy. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, you're going to get arthritis, you're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all natural. It's okay. (laughs) Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, Try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. And, uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works is it's, it's great stuff.
1: Yeah. It's like Wilford Brimley and cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like.
0: Buzz in the tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larrabee photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have, you've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with, uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles. In Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic.
1: Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good.
0: Let's ho 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 ourselves into the second half of this episode. This okay. is the cream of the crop. This is Chef's Kiss. No. You say no. you took it away from me. I did. Yeah. I, I use it all the time now. It's my Carl. Opinion. Yeah. Carl the killer. Who's a ballerina? Alexander enough Yeah. Good enough. Good to cheese enough. He uh he was Max in the money pit. Yep. And He's so good in that. So I was a th- thousand percent convinced this is one of those things where like my brain shattered and i was screwing things up in my head like what was the Kiefer sutherland one where i was convinced that it was uh oh it was uh mcquade or mc what, what's the guy from karate kid i was convinced with Kiefer sutherland oh,
1: steve mcqueen's kid mcqueen not mcquade McQuaid. Yeah. McQuaid. Yeah. <laughs> lone wolf McQuaid. start the Quado. reactor
0: Quado. no quato says yeah, you're right, you're right. oh, oh, oh now i'm going easy this. now we have too many names we have a lot of names I was convinced, convinced that that um this guy was the violin player in Ghostbusters. That oh. was like that was like kind of like in love with Dana Garrett. I was convinced. Interesting. Dana Barrett or yeah, Garrett? Barrett. Barrett?
1: Yeah. Again, I'm all over. You're the thinking map. Darren Garrett, our friend. I'm thinking DG in the house <laughs> from Vegas. Not that he listens to <laughs> he, he does. You know he was in Witness too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. Amish, yes, yes, yes. Amish, bro, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Number so, two ballerina in the world. That I know. Right. That's wild. Behind uh, Karishnikov or sure, sure, I'm glad so you're talking about that. The gun.
0: <laughs> what is wrong with you, Kuznetsov? No Parishnikov. more wrong names. We're confusing myself, you, the whole town. It's too much. It's way it's too the much. Who <laughs>
1: are we talking to? <laughs> Anybody who's listening? They <laughs> live <laughs> in a town. <laughs> they all come together to listen to our podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> around a nice open fire with a Bluetooth speaker. Fire? fire. Is that fire how people listen to
1: this? Is that how podcasting
2: works? Yes.
1: Yes, yes, yes. All with right. The, with the metaverse. So bottom like, line, yeah.
0: Barishnikov, whatever yeah. we're talking about. Um,
1: Alexander Goodenough.
0: Carl is, Carl's great. The full range of emotion. His brother gets killed. He, loses he, no, mind. he no longer cares about like <laughs> no, the, the money all. or anything. He just wants to murder him, murder yeah. everyone.
1: If he trapped him, like Han said, they would have been fine. Yeah. It's like, you can neutralize him. He's like, I want to kill him. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. losing his mind. Remember the scene when he's like freaking
0: out and like Holly he is like, that goes, that no, no lie, that's my, my husband can make someone that, mad. I was yeah. like, it's something that my wife would say, but that's all right. Uh, Max, who do you have replacing Carl in Die Hard?
1: You got have someone gnarly. You fun, do? Fun, muscular. Spunk? <laughs> Roddy Piper. They live. Oh,
0: nah, nah. man. That's really good. Yeah.
1: Intimidation that's, intensity. It's campy, but it's good. Yeah. Holding the gun. And- it,
0: it it dynamically changes the toughness and goes like very campy, but I like it. I kind of like it. You ruined the movie, but I like
1: it. <laughs> I actually like, like it's this, terrible. This is like
0: one of those times where I'm actually okay with you saying something insane. Like this is the worst <laughs> recast you ever done but i am like really excited about it because i love the idea of this absurd like being like i came here to rob nagatomi plaza <laughs> and choose bubble, bubble, bubble gum, gum and i'm all out of bubble gum like that's fantastic you could have a seven minute fight scene with mclean oh my god max can i go to mine <laughs> now yeah. jesus christ I, I can't help it i love it i actually this is trash panda food for me i think you're really gonna like mine a lot uh Rutger Hauer, howard roy from uh blade runner
1: Oh, that's really good. Yeah. 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 I thought you'd really like that a lot. Tears and rain. Right. Man. Just
0: that like darkness and Insanity. like. Insanity. Yeah. Yeah. Really snaps. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's in Nighthawks, Ladyhawks, The Hitcher, Blind Fury. Who, from him blind to go. Fury is- <laughs> you love <laughs> Blind Fury. <laughs> 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 blind Fury is like trash Panda yeah. We smorgasbord. I'll
1: add that to our list after we
0: cover the other. You got to teach
1: a blind person how to use a samurai Absolutely. sword. Absolutely. false falls critical, in your village.
0: Critical. <laughs> <laughs> the whole town will be talking about it.
1: It'll be great. Here's some melons.
0: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my god that's
1: a really good pick yeah i thought he's you liked that evil one. right yeah. there,
0: there's that like blankness behind the yeah. eye you i still thought i see good. the hitcher i know oh my god i know yeah. i know yes, yes yes i know really good picks <laughs> any backups for you nope, i have none not on that one yeah i'm not roddy, roddy for life <laughs> Jeez. roddy roddy piper's good <laughs> I'll, I'll back you on that when our uh ig friends go nuts on it i'm gonna be like no i got max on that one That's okay my <laughs> <laughs> lick my lips for that trash panda smorgasbord oh man all right that takes us to holly Gennaro. the worst hair of the age you know what holly Gennaro McLean. yeah let me just make sure we're all clear because <laughs> i don't feel that she's all that supportive of a wife but what played by bonnie bedelia yeah,
1: McLean seems like he's a lot
0: uh, McLean's not that great um <laughs> she was charlene from the boy who could fly yeah of all the things that she was in that's the one that you would most likely remember her from well she's macaulay Culkin's aunt yes yeah yes yes yeah. <laughs> i've done a lot of yes 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 today i like my pick on this one uh what do you got max
1: I went Mary Elizabeth Mastroni. Mastroni? Malcaponi. Come on. <laughs> Let me try this again. Mary Elizabeth Mastroni Master Antonio? There it is. <laughs> the abyss. Lindsay Bergman. Bergman. I'm keeping just so we're <laughs> clear, I'm keeping.
0: All of that, that's and fine. I'm not cutting it out.
1: That's why she wasn't as successful in Hollywood as she should have been. Really? because her name? That name's hard to say. I mean, I don't it's know. Not a Arnold Schwarzenegger name. did fine. <laughs> that's true.
0: But that's fun to say. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so is Master Antonio. Now that we've established that you're illiterate, <laughs> that's a great pick. With Charlie Day. I love World her World. in The Abyss. Yeah. Uh, what else is she in? Live! What else uh, is she in?
1: She's uh, The Color of Money. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, she was uh, made Marion in Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. That's Mandy's, bro. I know. I'm saying she was great in that. She liked her in that.
1: I never saw it. What? I know.
0: Oh, you'd like that. You'd yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. It's right up your alley. Uh Alan Rickman, man, is uh the sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, okay, you okay, gotta okay. watch I'm it. I'm into that. Come on. Yeah. Uh, this is a good pick. I like it. I love The Abyss. The Abyss might be one of my three favorite sci-fi movies of all time.
1: We could talk about how that was made forever. You mean the abuse that, that everybody he,
0: went through? Yeah. And he like tr- when did we talk about that? We went into depth on that on one that of That was the episodes. top sci-fi movies. That's right. He yeah, like destroyed a, a town in South Carolina. It's, <laughs> it's nuts.
1: It's nuts. Absolutely Cameron's nuts. a tyrant. Yeah. yeah. He's probably um, listening and be like, I'm going to kill them.
0: I Maybe at that town. The town's listening and Cameron's there. Max, I picked... Uh, <laughs> But this is you're going to think it's lazy, but it's not lazy. I didn't pick it just because is of, it a little shoe. No, I don't know who a Lubit shoe is, but Elizabeth shoe is not who she I picked. It with an S. It's Can hard. I ask you a question?
1: <laughs> am I having a stroke? Have
0: you considered seeing a neurologist? <laughs> because I am concerned about you sometimes. My brain to mouth sometimes doesn't work. Sometimes doesn't work. That sentence is good, too. All right. Anyways, Max, I've got uh, Demi Moore cassandra eldridge from one crazy summer that's interesting well first she's like 20 the obvious chemistry with bruce willis okay oh yeah so that was part of it and i know she's young as as cassandra (laughs) but i feel like it's just because she was dressed like a hippie and she would be totally fine and this is a nice young professional so
1: you're gonna trust her as the right hand man to a multi-billion dollar corporation absolutely you believe that with two kids she saved her grandparents she saved her
0: grandparents home for old people (laughs) and she drove a boat She's
1: a recluse from uh, Saint Elmo's fire, though. I know she's a hot mess in the yeah, You love it. That's my she? favorite Debbie Morris in that movie. <laughs> you just want to be in a cold apartment with her. All right, this, just is, in the middle going, this is,
0: class is going into a bad place. I can tell pretty quickly. I'd kick the door down and help her. Uh, jesus christ max all right uh that takes us to oh, oh, oh sergeant al powell yellow dye number five reginald vel johnson and uh the jail guard and ghostbusters which people forget when they oh, all yeah. remember when they all got thrown in yeah, yeah, before yeah. they went to go see the mayor uh gus from croc dundee in Crock dundee 2 he became uh, bad bad leroy brown but in the first one he was gus I forgot about that. How could you forget about that? I'm sorry. Remember, he takes the boomerang off the back of the limo and throws it and catches the guy. That's great. And then uh, Carl Winslow, Family Matters, which I called him Carl Weathers earlier for some reason (laughs) because it's close enough. I stroked out like you did. (laughs) Who do you have for Sergeant Al Powell?
1: There's one obvious choice.
0: and You got to take it. <laughs> you bet you took the same as me. Danny Glover. Lee yes. Lee the 11. 11. I knew we'd have at least one that we did it's, the same it, it, on. It, How can you
1: not take off for yeah, this? You can't. Yeah. I'm getting too old for this. Yeah, McLean. Exactly. Oh, it's yeah. perfect. It's perfect. The on the phone radio stuff. Yeah. He's actually, some people have argued. He's kind of like, there is no really love interest or connection between him and Holly. It's, The friendship relationship between Powell is the best. Oh, I totally agree. The relationship between Powell and McLean is the best part of the movie when they see each other at the end and they know that it's them without even saying a word. Yeah. Beautiful. And Glover can carry that off a hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Uh, so uh, other than this, uh, the color purple, which is, he's fantastic. in, And then predator two doesn't get enough love. I know. I like him in it. I like him in it. You like killing drug dealers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Who who doesn't come on? Um, no, I mean, it's, it's the obvious pick. You're right. It's the total obvious pick. Max,
1: Gregory Hines running scared. Okay,
0: that's solid. Put him on some roller skates. It'd yeah, be fun yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> or uh, Billy D. Williams in Nighthawks. Oh,
0: that's good. Yeah, that Billy D. could have done it for sure. Yeah,
1: love Billy D. Mm-hmm. Billy D. makes every movie better. Uh, I don't disagree. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> along with a nice cold cold forty five. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I you were gonna say that. <laughs> All right, the big one.
0: Ah, uh, we're down to the final two. McClane. <laughs> Yeah, what was that? My what? Alan Rickman. That was your Alan Alan Rickman. Hello. John McClane. Officer, M- Officer McClane. <laughs> oh, geez, help. Yeah. <laughs> you know what he sounds like when he's doing his imitation of an American? He sounds like Morty from Rick and Morty.
1: <laughs> you know, McTiernan hated his American accent and like didn't want to use it in the oh, movie. Oh, so yeah. good. It was my favorite part. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Bill. Bill Clay. Or Clay. He says Clay first. I'm like, whose name is Clay? And then he goes, Bill Clay. Yeah, Bill Clay. But Clay. he's doing the Bond thing. It's weird. <laughs> The fun thing. Yeah. Did you know, by the way, that McLean picks up on that he's German by when he offers him a cigarette, it's these strong German cigarettes and Hans doesn't flinch about it. Oh, yeah. I did
0: not know that. Little, See, little, little fact there. Yeah.
1: Oh, no bullets.
0: So we talked about how this is Alan Rickman's first role, which insane. is insane. Yeah. And he's what a great God. Rest in peace for him. What a great actor he was. This is his best role, though, right? For sure. Yeah. Unqu- well, I mean, well, if, if people, the, the Harry Potter lovers would argue against that.
1: when he walks on screen 20 minutes in and he's just cruising like through the- he's it's like great. Back you're oh. like, who is this guy?
0: You know, to your point earlier about this movie, you've got Bruce Willis, who has never done an action film and is basically a comedic actor. And then you've got Alan Rickman who has never done a film before. And the two of them just knock it
1: out of the park. It's unbelievable. That's so great. Yeah. I, I love stuff like that. Benefits of a classical education. There you go. Oh, no. Uh and there you go, there you go. <laughs> I saw it when he talks about the red dawn, he's like, I read about it in Time magazine. He's just having fun. <laughs> I know. Or or Tagagi will not be joining us for the rest of his life. <laughs> and he's just eating casually, and you're like, oh my God. He's cold blooded. He is. Absolutely. Shoot the glass. He's smart. Can we go to Alan Rickman? No. Hans Gruber? Absolutely. Okay. Um, Alan Rickman, of
0: every recasting that we've ever done, for me, this was the toughest one to do. Wow. I had a lot of trouble. And remember, when we recast, I genuinely try to think like, could this person do it? Would it be reasonable? I had a lot of trouble. I like where I landed. I don't love it, but it was the toughest one for me. So who do you got?
1: Can I say my almost? It might hit you. Yeah, do your almost. I wanted to do lift gal not my almost so you're good because cliffhanger um
0: cliff
2: uh, well, no, no, 80s no, no. from 80s movie. no
1: from, from 80s movies it would be uh blowout he's okay. the cia yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he has that kind of insanity but it's he's 90 percent of what rickman is right and i don't like that yeah. i want someone who could maybe take it to a different place okay i want kevin klein really so half auto from a fish called wanda okay and half Payton in silverado where he's quippy he's i don't know he's an elegant he can do the accent it's not crazy he's i just a, have a lot of trouble just, seeing it he's a leader of men. You can see like why they would follow him. Why right, he'd be right, charming. Right. Why you
0: wouldn't. He could wear the suit. And he you, could wear the suit. Yeah. The John Phillips? Yeah. I yeah. have two myself.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, I squealed there. He did. Like uh, a little girl. It's okay. <laughs> you're you're a weirdo. Yeah. But he's just a handsome, charming dude.
0: I went a very different direction. And I think, again, in part it was because I had such a difficult time thinking about who could possibly do this role. I went with Martin Cove Sensei Kreese from Karate Kid. Okay. The primary reason in my mind was... I don't don't like it. I'm not like in love with it, but I like it. I'll tell you why I like it. You probably talk me out of it pretty easily, but I don't, yours is weird to me. But the reason I like it is because when you think about crease and you think about, there's this cold methodical, you know, he's corrupting this group of youth, you know, it's, he's very goal oriented, right? He doesn't care about anything else around him except getting that
1: trophy. It's even fun though. You know what I mean? Like that's what, that's what uh, Hans is the best at. He's like, this guy's enjoying himself i time. know
0: i know but like I there's give you the
1: fbi i know
0: so that you the part that you're right about is that crease is he's an ego guy right yeah. so he's like doesn't like being shown up by miyagi but on the flip side i just couldn't think of any bad guys that would fit it appropriately and maybe i don't know i could be talked out of this one i i, I didn't have any backups i really struggled tough with you're this missing
1: one. one big one who Jack Nicholson the Joker. From the Joker. yeah.
0: I, that so that, that was that was the it one I was struggling it, yeah. with. The tough thing is it would be would it be it would have to be more Jack Napier. Well yeah, that's part of the role. So I'm saying like I none of the actual Joker himself would fit, but Napier would. Yep, all right. Yeah. Um, I'll switch I'll, I'll switch it. I'll go I'll go, I'll go Jack. That was a great idea I had. I'll go Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Jack Nicholson the Joker. I like it better. All right, there you go. Max. Bum bum bum. John McClane. Oh my god. John Yippie Kaye <laughs> McClane. <laughs> The final recast of Die Hard, uh, played by Bruce Willis, uh, Blind Date, and then Moonlighting on the show. And then, of course, Look Who's Talking. I mean, yeah. he's done other small stuff, but those were his kind of big, bigger items. Yeah. Uh, Max is a tough one. I'm curious to see who you came up with. I like mine a lot on this. It's, it's out there. It's odd. It's weird, but it, I like it. I went to Pluto on this one. Oh,
1: boy. But you got to hear me out. Like you said, Bruce Willis. Was- you helped
0: me out with the Joker, yeah. so I'm
1: going to give you some time to explain your insanity. So, yeah. So, clear out. This is Hero Ball time. Okay. So he was a comedian back in the day in Moonlighting, Uh and no one really thought he could do this role. Knocked it out of the park. Right. I want someone who can be sarcastic, street smart, who's athletic, but doesn't really look it. You know what I mean? He can do the things, and like he's a cop, but he looks like an everyman, too. I'm so nervous about this. Uh, I want Robin Williams. Robin Williams? Classically trained Juilliard actor, has the range. He has to be believable as a normal cop in, like, way over his head. Because he's freaked out the entire time. I feel like the connection between him and Sergeant Powell and also the one-liners, you know how he'd be able to, like, knock those out? I think he was never given the opportunity to be an action star. Remember, he was a, a high school football star, too. Like, uh, yeah. he, he's got some athleticism in, in him, too. <sighs> I think he could do it. The tank top would be covered in hair. Yeah, sweat. he was a hairy dude. <laughs>
0: Uh, i don't robin williams isn't it weird but it works kind of it kind of works i don't know man I'm, I'm really trying to give you the better of the doubt on this one I'm, I'm just i'm closing my eyes i'm going there and robin williams his back and forth with hans
1: at all i don't know you think i'm ordering a pizza lady
0: i could see hans being robin williams before yeah. i could see mclean being robin williams if you put a gun to my head
1: interesting i thought about him for that too I just, yeah, that's out there.
0: Yeah. You know what? I give you style points. It's definitely out there. I I don't think it would work, but it's out there. Yeah. Uh, I do have a runner up on this one. You want to hear my runner up? Cabretti. From Cobra. Stallone.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He's too cool for school. I know, but I think he could have done it.
0: He had that like dark gruff to him. And... It's like
1: how he did Beverly Hills Cop and they're like, this isn't the movie we want. It's too dark. This would have <laughs> been diehard if this isn't the movie we want. I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, but I do, have one I,
0: I do have one I really like. What? Sam Elliott, Wade Garrett, Roadhouse. That's awesome. Right? That's really Tell cool. me like he wouldn't be perfect, right? You yeah. know,
1: like a hey, Mio. Yeah. <laughs> You got to make him from Texas, though. He's not an NYPD for cop. sure, for yeah. sure. But yeah. I totally love that. Yeah. yeah, I thought. I
0: thought. Like, I'm just thinking. Like, I could see him showing up and I mean like, Holly.
1: Does he have the long hair and he's like putting Absolutely. his hands okay, okay, good. Good He's good. on the
0: flight on the yeah, way from yeah. Texas to Los Angeles and the guy's like, Hey, you just gotta take your f- shoes off. He's like, I don't take my boots off or anyone, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then he gets there and, uh, and Hans and then the cowboy thing would be even better, right? Yeah. Oh, the Royal Can Rogers, you imagine yeah. me? Like Yippee-kay. Oh my God, that's actually really, really good. I thought it would be it'd be fun. Bravo. Max, do you have any backups? Tom Selleck, run away. Selleck, okay, so I like Selleck significantly more than Robin Williams right. I get you you're trying to be provocative I just it didn't fit I couldn't do it I it, like Selick.
1: I like a pick when I like if I take a shower for that 10 minutes I'm in the shower I'm like hmm and I'm like going through the movie yeah it's just fun all right yeah there's
0: no downside I you're spice, not penalize to a little
1: spice to the gumbo so <laughs> <laughs> max before i
0: before i get to that place where i don't want to hear your voice anymore which creeps up right at this mark usually <laughs> minute one we're minute one uh no i'm kidding excellent job today and now it is time for the buzz in the tower fan spotlight this week's buzz in the tower fan spotlight is chris williams and chris runs manages owns the facebook group Love 80s and 90s. 80s is eight zero apostrophe S and then ampersand nine zero apostrophe S. Check them out on Facebook. We'll post a link on our Facebook page so you can see what he's got on there. But it's some great 80s and 90s content. It's glorious. He's done a really nice job managing it and keeping it up. And it's one of our frequent visits when we're looking for inspiration. And he also, huge shout out. We really appreciate when people share our material. And he's always reposting a lot of the stuff that we put out there as well. Let's see uh who Chris picked to recast. I am
2: curious to see what he came up with. Hey, my Max. First, let me start by saying thank you for inviting me to be this week's Buzz in the Tower Fan Spotlight. So there's a quick background about myself. My name's Chris Williams. In 2016, I started a little Facebook page. I love the 80s and 90s. Um, and then, you know, after a few years, kind of just didn't really do anything with it. But earlier this year, uh, Max had contacted me, asked me about the page. And then I went back and checked out um, Buzz and the Tower podcast. I think the first episode I started with was the Stallone versus Schwarzenegger. And after that, I was hooked and I Went back, checked out all their older episodes, and then I've been listening to the new episodes weekly ever since. So, when Max told me this week's movie would be the 1988 action Christmas classic Die Hard, I was totally excited. And then, you know, icing on the cake, he tells me it's going to be a recasting episode, and those have been, by far, some of my favorites. So, recasting Die Hard, I mean, that's no easy task. It's a perfect 80s action movie, and the cast really just ended up being perfect, but I'm going to try to do my best. So as the role of John McClane, my first recast is going to be Kurt Russell, and more specifically, Kurt Russell from Big Trouble in Little China, Jack Burton. I think Jack Burton is probably the closest you could get to John McClane. I mean, he kind of just, he's funny. He kind of fumbles his way out of whatever situation he's in and I think that's probably the best that I could come up with. I mean I'm pretty sure at one point Kurt Russell was probably even offered the role of John McClane so I mean that seems a little bit easy to me so I'm going to throw in one more and that's going to be in the role of Hans Gruber and I think a little throwback to last week Christopher Walken as Max Soren from A View to a Kill. I mean Alan Rickman was perfect But, I mean, Christopher Walken, that would have been really funny to see. And that's probably as close as I could get. So, there you have it, my recasting of Die Hard. Kurt Russell as John McClane and Christopher Walken as Hans Gruber. And once again, thank you, Mo and Max, for inviting me this week to be the Buzzin' of the Tower fan spotlight. And I cannot wait to hear the episode and who you chose to recast for Die Hard. The following people are to be released from
0: the captors. In Northern Ireland, the seven members of the New Provo Front. In Canada, the five imprisoned... Li- <laughs> It's good. walk good. Really good. Walk-in's good. That's a, the Kurt Russell pick was good. People love, I am I, always, I shouldn't be surprised at this point. People love Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Like it is one of like those just, forget 80s, forget everything else. Like people love that movie. It's the perfect movie. Well, that's, you You are, you are jump to conclusions. Well, because, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not little, office space. That, that, oh, why do you have to tell people all the time? They should know <laughs> what, what the if, jokes what are, Max. It,
1: what you say you do here? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Peter Man. Stapler. <laughs> I mean,
0: stapler. That's I mean both of his picks were great. Uh the Kurt Russell one. Yeah, I mean Kurt Russell Kurt Russell is pretty interchangeable with anyone I mean wh- let me ask you this what action film in the eighties could Kurt Russell
1: not be in? Hmm. That's a really good question. Right? Is there any of them? He's very versatile. like yeah.
0: Like, whereas, like, I feel like Stallone can only be in certain kind of movies yeah. and Schwarzenegger. Kurt Russell, I think, has got more range. He could do just about anything. Next week, I'm going to come with movies he wouldn't be in. Well, promises. That's all you do is make promises. Max, hey, watch this is... Dylan, uh, right. <laughs> Chris, thank you for the awesome picks. This is the time of the show where we remind you that by subscribing, following, leaving reviews, we grow more powerful, going (laughs) then the the power (laughs) feeds us, going to our social media pages, following us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. These are all things that show us that you care. And if you don't care, we'll find you. We'll show up at your house. And we'll have a conversation. We'll put your Was dog outside. Was that aggressive? Outside. That seemed a little aggressive.
1: Well, that, that's actually helpful, putting your dog outside.
0: Well, what if what if we go to those uh, town meetings where they're all listening? The town's getting all around for fire and listening <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> so if you love Buzzing the Tower, which we know you do, show us your love by nothing more than just hopping on there. No, and more. More? Grab your
1: friends and literally just- Don't make, actually grab your friends. No, grab their phones. Grab their phones, I'm okay with. And just have them follow us. There you go. And then secretly, they'll love it. They will. And they won't tell you. And it won't be a secret. Maybe they'll be like, thank you. you yeah change my life maybe <laughs> or maybe be a shame be like you took my phone and now uh
0: I, I am unwilling to announce what next week's episode is yet because i'm superstitious and i'm afraid it's gonna fall it's through It's very exciting
1: but stay tuned you're gonna cry stay tuned that's a good 90s movie
0: max how do you want to close out this die hard holiday extravaganza
1: recast nothing <laughs> bagel i respect that hans falling out of a window perfect i will end ah! with uh, there you go. I hope that's not
0: one of ours. No, I will end with, uh, if this is their idea of Christmas, I got to be here for New Year's.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> good.
0: Max, I'll see you next week, buddy. Bye.
2: You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.